what's up, what's up, it is Wendy, it is the weekend, it's before six, so we're gonna go with, this is Welcome Back, Waking Up with Wendy, weekend edition, here we go, it's been, oh my gosh, about two months since uh, I did my last podcast, it looked like I did my last podcast on July the 2nd, which wrapped up the Q2 Bracket Challenge. Um, I've had this opportunity over the last roughly two months to kind of uh, reconvene, uh, you know, get myself on some solid footing here for the beginning of the school year, which begins officially on September 1st. Uh, For me as an educator, I'll be back in the classroom preparing for the upcoming school year with all the, I'm sure, trials and tribulations that will come this year. But uh, as I've been telling uh, my, my own personal kids, that you just got to take it one day at a time. Uh, they'll be starting up on September the 1st as well. Uh, we got Ava heading into the sixth grade, the middle school jump here. Looking forward to that. Uh, my daughter Haven moving over to a new school, uh, starting fourth grade. And my son Gavin will be uh, rolling into the first grade, uh, still at the same school. And so uh, it's been difficult trying to find uh, the time to get in here and do these podcasts because for the last two months, it's really been lockdown preparation for uh, the newest addition to the family. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, pretty much kept that one under wraps for quite some time. Uh, but here it is. It's official. If you didn't already know, if you know me personally, then you probably uh found out already or seen the photos, what have you. But uh, yes, we welcomed my wife and I, uh, the whole family welcomed a new family member. Uh, Livia Alex Anderson was born on August the 11th, 2.13 p.m. Uh, beautiful Morristown Hospital. So thank you for the crew over at Morristown for uh, making that possible. Uh, both baby and mom are doing well. Family is uh, ecstatic to have a new member to the family. So uh, I'm excited to share that with uh, my audience here today. So that's uh, that's kind of been taking the priority now is, is getting everything ready within the house. Uh, all sorts of projects and, of course, projects that just, uh, you know, come unannounced uh, that just so happen. Uh, being a homeowner, these projects just surface on their own so there was a lot of things I didn't anticipate having to do but uh, that was great because then it gave me the opportunity to learn a lot of things about uh, appliances that I never had the desire to do so had to fix a dryer and, and fix a dishwasher and, and fix a thermostat and uh, yeah it was kind of exciting to, to learn those things because I never had a desire to do so so uh, got all that done got the baby's room done and we welcomed Olivia excuse me Livia, no O. <laughs> I've already been making that mistake. It's no O, it's just Livia Alexanderson on August the 11th. So uh, we're excited to have her. It's been about two and a half weeks. And uh, so that's been occupying a lot of the time. So now it's uh, trying to figure out when it's going to be the, great, the greatest time to podcast. Here we are. I found a window. So let's get rolling, shall we? It's been an interesting uh, two months since the last time I podcast. Uh, so here's how it's going to work uh, moving forward. Uh, I want to explain, you know, the whole idea about Stock Showdown because maybe, you, you know, uh, are new to this. And uh, I've, I've 
done podcasts like this uh, pretty, pretty, pretty regularly since January uh, when we launched Stock Showdown. So really the idea behind Stock Showdown is to take the aspects of competitive, uh, competitive sports, fantasy sports, and combine that with the stock market. Uh, I've done that because I have a passion for I have a passion for professional sports and competitive sports. Um, I, I am not into fantasy sports, I will admit that, but I know that there is a great percentage of the population that loves their fantasy sports. I really think if I, I spent the time, I could probably get into fantasy sports because it seems right in my wheelhouse. Um, but I'd rather do something like this, where I can take my passion for the stock market and investing and, and feed it into the aspects of fantasy and competitive sports. So really that's where this all stems from. It stems back all the way into 2019. So we're approaching two and a half years roughly of when a student came up to me and asked me if we could watch the March Madness College Basketball Tournament in class one day. Uh, of course, I immediately dismissed that notion. Uh, you know, we had things to do. so. Uh, I thought about it then as, as, this, as the students were doing some particular assignment in class, thought about it and kind of just started drawing brackets on the board. And instead of putting, um, instead of putting team names in there, I put company names, ticker symbols. And that's really how this all, all began back in March of 2019. And it's really taken on a month of its own where I've kind of just been building uh, the structure infrastructure of, of this idea, building the website, building the app, building the brand, getting people excited about it, using it. Um, so the hope is obviously we can roll this out, not just from a, a non-student perspective, but in a, in a school-based setting as well. So that's what's really been going on for the last two months. Uh, maybe some of you have missed me, some not. Uh, but uh, really, again, just wanted to reiterate, this is how it all all began and it's been a fun uh for me a fun eight nine months uh putting this all together and giving you content and doing the different competitions that we have been doing since january uh it's my passion um and i look to hopefully continue that uh for the duration of the year with some different uh some different face competitions weekly uh, that's what we have been doing. Uh, we've done the bracket challenges, which encompass basically about a month uh, worth of data and, and competing. And we will hopefully then roll out some quarterly competitions and maybe some year-long competitions. Uh, but again, they're going to be offered both for the student and the non-student perspectives. So, you know, that's it's, it's interesting um, with the with the new baby uh, that we just welcomed in two and a half two and a half weeks ago. Uh, when you look at the, a new baby, it's like, this is a clean slate. We get to start all over, we start fresh. And, and that's kind of how I look at each school year as a clean slate, starting fresh. Uh, and that's the way that I'm looking to implement Stock Showdown here. Uh, when we get rolling, probably at the end of Q3, um, as you know, the year is broken into quarters. Uh, Q1 goes January 1 through March 31st, April 1 through June 30th is Q2, uh, Q3 is July 1st through September 30th, and October 1st through December 31st is Q4. So, uh, like I said, I've been trying to build the infrastructure for the program uh, over the last two months. So I look to then implement 
stock showdown competitions. You're giving me Q4, which would be October, October 1, for both the students and the non-students uh, to compete. Now, they'll be competing separately, but uh, that is the goal, that is the objective, is to start with this clean slate, start fresh, October the 1st. So be on the lookout. Uh, I'll be sending out correspondence via the social media channels and uh, email channels. If I have your email, you can always sign up to get on the email chain. It's on the website. We have our website. It is still functioning. Stock-showdown.com. Uh, at the top in the header, there is a button that says uh, mailing list. So you can uh, just fill out the Google form, put in your email, in, uh, email address, and they'll keep you on hold the, the correspondence via email. So over the last two months, I've had the uh, privilege of uh, seeing my dear uncle uh, a few times. Uh, we frequent the shore. Uh, good old Uncle Doug has, has been kind enough to open his home and his heart uh, to my family, uh, not just this year, but over over the years um, that I've known him. Uh, and I've known him now for about 15 years. Uh, and he's always been a kind-hearted soul who has always opened up like I said, his heart and his home uh, to me, and, and I really appreciate that. Uh, he's a very wise man, has, has, has a wealth of knowledge, and he has actually now been, uh, been kind enough to start to share books with me. Uh, you know, I was never really into books, and in high school, and admittedly, you know, I, I was always, always cringed at the idea of doing summer reading and had never really been a fan, so I apologize to all my English teachers. Uh, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head. I do remember my sophomore English teacher. Uh, well, actually, I remember two of them now that comes to mind. Uh, Mr. Sorge, my, my sophomore year, and Miss Clay, my junior year. Uh, I don't uh, remember my freshman and my senior English teachers, but I digress, and uh, I want to apologize because I really didn't put the effort... Uh, into the whole summer reading thing. I was more, give me the give me the cliff notes and let's get this over with. So I've really been trying to make up for that summer reading. I've been, been ingraining that in my children's heads for summer reading um, and, and how valuable that is. So I've actually had the opportunity of reading uh, five books this summer, which, uh, which is awesome uh, for me. I'm really not a reader, I'm more of a math guy, but uh, you know, knowledge comes uh, power as long as you know how to use that knowledge. But my uncle, uh, my uncle Doug, recommended uh, a book to me, The Man Who Would Not Be Defeated. And that is uh, W. Mitchell and Brad, uh, Brad Lemley. Fantastic book. It's about an individual who uh, gets in a motorcycle accident, gets uh, severely burned, and uh, well, you know, about two-thirds of his body is third-degree burns. And, and you know, has to go through all this reconstructive surgery uh, to his face, his body, etc., and, and looks mangled. Uh, his hands, uh, he's got like stubs for stubs for fingers. Get uh, a lot of again problems uh, that a lot of people would probably have just given up. And uh, this man was determined not to give up uh, to overcome this uh, throughout the, the course of the book. Uh, he gets in another accident. Uh, that paralyzes him from the waist down. He's told he'll never walk again. Uh, he ends up running for political office. Uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible story. So if you're into reading, I, I highly recommend that book. And again, the book is The Man Who Would Not Be Defeated. 
That is W. Mitchell and Brad Lemley. Now there are two, you know, two great quotes I take away from this book. And this is what I was reading uh, in the hospital as we were recovering. Uh, and I, <laughs> I shouldn't say we, I didn't do anything. I was there for moral support. Uh, my wife was recovering, so God bless my wife, Courtney, for uh, doing this for a fourth time now. Uh, she is my rock, my angel. She is uh, an amazing woman. So the two favorite quotes I take away from this book. One is, it's not what happens to you, it's what you do about it. So life is obviously uh, a series of variability, and we never know what's going to come across our, our plate on any given day at any given moment. And it's it's not about what's going to happen to you, it's how you're going to respond to it. And the true measure of somebody is how they respond to, to that adversity uh, that they come across uh, throughout their life. So I, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, obviously, given this climate that we live in today, uh, you know, the news has a, has a way of exasperating things to, to, to paint a pretty grim picture of things that are going on in the world. And, and I'm not making no mistake about it. I'm not going to say that it's not grim, uh, but they have a, definitely a way of sensationalizing it. And, and that, you know, I think, scares a lot of people. And, and it is scary out there, so make, make, make no mistake about it. But these things are happening to us. And we can sit there and we can complain about it, we can dwell on it, or we can do something about it. Uh, and, and, and that's why I, I really love that quote. And the second quote that I love is one from Teddy Roosevelt that's quoted in the book. Um, Easy doesn't do it. Do something now. If not you, who? If not here, where? If not now, when? So as you seize these opportunities, and these opportunities come to you, seize the day, seize the moment. Because um, if, if not you, then who's it going to be? If not where? Like there's never going to be an ideal time to do something. You just got to start grinding and do it now. Um, and, and you know, I give a lot of credit to a, a, a lot of my my friends, uh, one in particular, Ryan. Who really just said you just gotta you just gotta launch? Uh, I was hesitant to launch Doc Showdown, not knowing you know what it's gonna be like. Are, are people gonna like it? Uh, are people gonna use it? Uh, I had no idea, so I was very reluctant to just get out there and start it. I looked at the dryer the other day. Uh, my dryer went, and I looked at the dryer. I'm like, this is a tall order. I was intimidated. I've never touched a dryer before, uh, as far as mechanically. Uh, so I was intimidated. Same thing with the dishwasher. Uh, I was intimidated by it. So I, I, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And then eventually just got to suck it up and attack the problem. Um, so that, I guess, those are two favorite quotes uh, that I took away from the book. So I want to thank again my uncle, good old Uncle Doug, for providing me the opportunity to read that book. It's definitely an inspiration uh, to me. And, and hopefully the book, if you do read it, is an inspiration to you. Um, so really, that's all I wanted to say is it's great to be back. Uh, it's been a you know long two months of, <laughs> not to say keeping my mouth shut, because obviously if you ask my wife and my kids, that's the furthest thing from the truth. But uh, it's great to be back, uh, giving you the content. We're going to be making some modifications here. 
uh, to the stock showdown. And I look forward to launching all these different modifications and provide them to you in a more, I guess, user-friendly, aesthetically pleasing format. That's what I'm working on right now. It's all the infrastructure on the back end. Uh, we're gonna be giving you a, a souped up uh, website. We're gonna be giving you an app to make the competing and the education, like I said, more user-friendly and more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, I'll be back though, giving you updates because uh, I think it's I think it's beneficial for me to talk about it and give you that content. Uh, but I'd like to be back. Heck, we might even do it tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, because it is still the weekend tomorrow, and we love the Wake Up with Wendy weekend edition. So we might give you a double dose uh, come tomorrow. Uh, I'd like to discuss uh, things that have been happening in the economy over the last two months with the jobs with COVID, with earnings, with crypto, with infrastructure, with IPOs, and of course, what's happening overseas in Afghanistan. So um, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm committing to it now, so you heard it here. Uh, be back, Waking Up With Wendy Weekend Edition, part two, tomorrow. But it's been great uh, with you here guys this morning on this beautiful Saturday morning. And uh, God bless. Get out there, take action. Again, remember, if not you, who, if not here, where, if not now, when. Get out there, start grinding. This is Wendy, signing off.